on this edition of the Table of Content. We have Jason Lycom joining us. We'll talk with this professional voiceover artist about how he's come from his world to our world here and we are One Body Audio Theater. Stay with us. That's all coming up right here next on the Table of Content. Welcome to this edition of the Table of Content. I am your host, Albert Sines. We are so glad that you've tuned us in for another episode, and we are happy to be joined today by Jason Lycom, a professional voiceover artist. Jason, thanks so much for taking some time to be with us. Oh, thank you, Albert. I appreciate being here. So, Jason, um, you are a professional voiceover artist, right? That's correct, yeah. Okay, so... And you're new to We Are One Body Audio Theater. So what I think I'd like to ask you first is if you could let the audience know uh, how you got into your profession uh, to start, and then we'll move to audio theater after that. Yeah, for sure. Um, Well, how I got into this profession, way, way back in, gosh, 1989, 1990 or so, uh, I graduated college. And I went to school for a communications degree because I wanted to be the radio disc jockey. So I actually did get my degree and got out of there in three and a half years because I really wanted to hit the ground running and um, got my first radio job that was doing uh, overnights at a rock radio station. Um, But I found very quickly that my real love came in being able to do the production work for the radio station rather than the actual on-air work. And I really enjoyed the the commercials and kind of the back end. I guess you could liken it to um, being behind the camera instead of in front of the camera. Um, right, right. To TV. And, um, and when I discovered that I really enjoyed doing that, I got more and more involved um, uh, from the production director side. Um, but they wouldn't, because of budget restraints and things like that, they wouldn't let me not be on the air at the same time. So I kind of had to do uh, both jobs, wear, wear both hats there. Sure. Um, but that lasted, you know, from station to station. Job security is not great in radio. And uh, I got married and got a dog and had a couple of kids and those types of things. <laughs> um, so uh, I got out of radio in, in about seven years. But I always kept a foot in to the voiceover in, in production stages. I, I kept some... Uh, clients that I had been working with uh, in radio. And and uh, from that, I was able to generate more and more business. It kind of snowballed from when I got out of radio until um, I decided to get out of my probably fifth or sixth cubicle land job and, uh, and just decide I'm going to try to do this full time. And that was about six years ago. And uh, since then, it's it's been going wonderfully well. And I wish I would have done it sooner. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I was listening to your story and I was thinking about my own sort of uh, world. You know, I went to college, got my communications degree, but I was really wanting to do video work and it took me a while to actually get a foot in there. And then after a couple of stints doing some video work for a couple of different organizations, I ended up at a radio station on the air as a host. Uh, but we had to do double duty at the radio station as well as we had to produce the content, you know, edit it, clean it up, get it ready to put on air. And because it's a lot of uh, spoken word content. And I really 
coming from video to radio, I was thinking I'm looking from a set of video, I'm looking at waveforms now. And I was, I got more interested than I thought I would be in trying to work with producing audio. So I was like, yeah, that sounds a little bit like me, a little bit different, but kind of like me. So I can appreciate where you're coming from there on the production side. Yeah, it's kind of one great big happy family like that. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so you you jump out of your cubicle, you do voiceover work full-time, it's your profession, it's how you now provide for yourself and your family, and how do you find We Are One Body Audio Theater? Well, uh, about a year ago, year and a half ago, um, I became part of uh, what we called a, a voiceover mastermind group, and really all that was was a uh, a group of about eight of us that had one voiceover coach in common, um, and we would meet monthly. And another member of of uh, your program was also in that group, and that's how I met her. Her name's Dana Rizzo. Right, right. And uh, and so I started working with Dana uh, on a number of things that that we've collaborated on, and uh, she, of course. Um, was familiar with with Greta Lynn, who is with you, and and we were going to put together a children's book demo um, for our various websites, and and one that we've started together at this point, and that's how I met Greta Lynn, uh, who helped us, who helped direct us through our children's book demo, and uh, I mentioned at that time that. I would love to to volunteer and do anything I could to to help you all, and and uh, she sent me uh, uh, the first poem to do, and and I'm looking forward to doing more. Okay, so I listened to that uh, poem that you did. I wonder as a lonely cloud, and of course you have this very prominent, very present voice. Uh, that's how you get to do what you do, and you take this sort of very. Uh, adjective-filled poem about a cloud, and you give you give great life to it because of the voice that you have been blessed with. And I'm wondering for you, you, you know, you've, I was reading a little bit about your background. You've always done a lot of sort of commercial work and, uh, you know, advertising type of work. And you do a poem now. Is that a huge transition to go from sort of one spectrum of voiceover to doing a sort of very descriptive, very tranquil sort of poem? The only similarities are that I'm still reading it. Um, really, it's 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 night and day. And and Greta Lynn did a wonderful job directing me through it. Um, I, I gave it a couple of, of runs on my own. Uh, and she didn't have... A lot to say in, in what she did have to to say as far as uh, input on the delivery uh, were so useful. It was it was concise, but but excellently relevant, and uh, and and that's how it came out. And for for my first one, I'm very proud of it, and I'm uh, and and I hope um, those that listen to it are as well. And that's why I, I just can't wait to get into more of that type of voiceover because it really is something that I haven't done in the past. Do you find it to be sort of what I'll say a, a nice escape from your traditional work to do something like poetry? Yes. Yeah, I really do. Um, it, it's so nice to be able to, to branch out and see if there is anything else in there that I haven't done before that 
you know, I, I, I may or, or anybody else may benefit from down the road. Now, there's obviously uh, a world of uh, options here with audio theater. Uh, we do poetry, we do stories, we have some virtual productions we have coming up. Um, is there is there something that maybe you have a higher interest in that you'd like to volunteer with audio theater? Well, with what I do, um, people call us a number of different things, whether it be voice talent or uh, voice artist or uh, voice actor or any of those types of things. But um, I, voice artist and actor, I don't, I don't know, go well with with me personally, but I would love for voice actor to be something that I could fall back on. So, yeah, I, uh, with one of the productions that's coming out right now, I, I'm going to audition for it and, and hopefully I get something with this one. But if not, you know, I'll audition for another one down the road. And, and um, it, it would be really neat, I think, to be able to get involved in, in like I say, another branch or another aspect of, of voice acting itself. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, you that you say that. In particular, the point that you say is you're going to try an audition, and if it doesn't work out, you'll you'll try something else. Hopefully, leading to sort of more uh, voice acting work, and that you're just going to kind of kind of keep on keep on pushing, keep on chugging through, if you will, uh, because you're interested in it. And I think uh, sometimes it can be easy to be dismayed if something doesn't kind of go right. Like, let's say that the poem is sort of, it was, okay, for, for, for the people who have not listened to the poem that Jason's talking about, please go listen to it because it is anything from a flop. It is a very well-read poem. So please go listen to Jason use his magnificent voice to read that poem. But so, but let's let's say it had been difficult or it had been stressful, you know, and you're like, well, I just don't know. Maybe voice acting isn't what I need to, to, to do. I need to stick to just my secular professional sort of work and I'll keep doing commercials for the rest of my life. But instead, you had a good experience, uh, and but, but you want to keep going. You want to keep moving forward. And I think that's a good testament to anyone else who's trying to, you know, find their path. They're just going to keep on moving. They're going to keep going and finding their finding their way. Yeah, I think if the, doing doing what we do as as voice artists or voice talent um, is almost as rough as sales because you really have to get used to the rejection point uh, of it, the re, the rejection aspect because we we can do a um, hundred auditions and maybe we're chosen for five of those jobs or 10 of those jobs. So there's so much more. If you hear a commercial on the radio, there's so much time that goes into that voice artist getting that commercial uh, but that people don't realize. They think they just pick somebody off the street and they come in and they read the <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so, so when it comes to something like, like this, like reading the poem or, or uh, auditioning for the virtual productions that that you have um i'm well versed in taking rejection and and constructive criticism and, and those types of things and um that's why i say if 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 it doesn't work with this one hopefully it'll work with the next one and, and we will keep trying because it's uh it's i guess one of those things where if you're 
kind of stuck in the rut of everything that you do, then it doesn't become fun anymore. You need to keep challenging yourself. Yeah, you know, and I think you you mentioned you mentioned knowing Dana, and I I interviewed her early on for the show, and she talks about you know how she kind of got started doing her voiceover work, and then she found it about audio theater, and also chose to sort of volunteer her time, and I think it's been a great balance for her to have outside of her sort of professional work to have this opportunity to work with this great group of people and to do something that's really fun and creative and that has uh, a little bit more life to it, if you will, in certain aspects. So I could definitely uh, appreciate that aspect of, you know, let's get outside the box, do something that keeps it fun, keeps it motivating, keeps the energy going so that you don't end up just sort of falling flat before too long. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I am curious, uh, uh, just a, a a little bit, right? So you're obviously, as I've mentioned, you are a you're a man with a voice. You know, a voice, the voice, however you want to call it. You definitely have a very uh, very unique and you have a lot of character to your voice. Do you? Is this is this your daily voice, or is this your this is my voiceover voice? But then when I'm outside of the microphone, away from the microphone. I actually sound like, you know, uh, a high-pitched tenor. You know, I, I don't, I just, I'm curious. Yeah, it's funny you say that because um, if I'm on the golf course, you know, you you go out, you golf. And doing what I do, I can go out at, you know, 9.30 in the, in the morning and, and just go play around to golf. And somebody will say, well, what do you do for a living? And I, I tell them that. And a lot of times they say, well, you don't sound like a voice guy at all. And I'm like, well, I, I could put on that voice if you want me to, <laughs> but it's just not my normal everyday thing. Right. Um, this is my normal everyday, everyday voice. But I can, I guess, if you have the ability to vary your delivery styles and vary your, um, your, your tone and, and those types of things, it just opens up a whole world of different work for you. And... And more and more today, it's not about the deep resonant voice anymore. It's it's really about can you sound personable? Can you sound like you're just having a conversation? Um, and the the millennial voice is is huge right now. And of course, I don't have that. But um, <laughs> yeah, you're a little off. You're yeah, a little off. I, I wish I did. <laughs> but um, it it really is more today about. Um, can you read something and make it sound like you're not reading it? Can you make, can you enunciate, but not sound like you're enunciating? And, and everybody wants the normal everyday conversation. Like you're, like you're talking to your buddy or like, or like you and I are talking right now. And the, the days of the real baritone announcer movie trailer guy, they're, it's it's kind of going away now, and and that's why um, myself and a lot of people that were kind of falling back on that years ago um, are really needing to go back to the coaches and saying you need to totally reteach me how to how to do this stuff. And again, that's that's part of the challenge, and that's part of the fun of it, though. The last thing I'll kind of comment on is you know you said something earlier. Um, some people think that they, you just get a script. They just pick up some person off the street. Here, come and read this, and it's done. 
And there's obviously a lot more to it. But you just mentioned for the second or third time about your coach. And I'm glad that you make that note so that maybe anyone who's listening that is interested in doing voiceover work, that it's not just a matter of having a voice, whatever the voice is, but that, hey, someone like you uh, or someone like Dana Rizzo or other professionals, they, they still use coaches. They still need to go have someone and help them find out how to use their voice in the best way possible. It's not just something that you sort of hash your way through on your own, but hey, you still go out and get some professional training because it's to your betterment and it helps your career continue to flourish. So it's good to know that professionals still use other professionals to help them as they go. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's the case with almost everybody out there that is successful right now. So, uh, Jason, you mentioned that, you know, you, you're going to audition for this upcoming virtual production. Um, but is there really anything else uh, specific that maybe you hope that Audio Theater is able to uh, offer you down the road? Um, I, just just more volunteer opportunities. I, I think working uh, on on short stories and, and uh, poems, I think it opens up a whole new world, like I said earlier. Um, of of possibilities to grow in in voiceover in something that I won't get anywhere else. So I, I really appreciate the opportunities. Well, I know that uh, the staff of Audio Theater is very glad to have you on board. You definitely uh, are. A- every person that a, a volunteer is provides a very unique personality, a very unique voice, and very uh, very good uh, addition to the overall sort of pot of creative creativeness that audio theater has so i know they're very glad to have you joining that that collective effort so uh thank you for taking time to be with audio theater as well as thanking you for taking time to talk with me here on uh, on table of content oh the, thank you for the kind words first of all and uh thank you for asking me it's 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 been a good time and hope we can do it again Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to hear uh, more from Jason, uh, go to our website, uh, waobaudiotheater.org, or look us up on any of our other platforms. And again, there's only one poem that he has, but again, it's, it's a home run. So take some time, listen to it, and see what a man with one voice can do in a minute and 30 seconds. Jason, thanks so much again for being with us. And uh, again, like you said, hopefully we uh, get to have you back on down the road. Great. Thank you, Albert. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in for this episode of The Table of Content. We will catch you next time. Until then, be good, stay safe, peace. Peace.